Hello, hello, and welcome to Belief. We are a conscious media company. We focus on stories evolving around money and business, health and wellness, true success, our universe, and world news. I am Vanessa, and we have a wonderful uh, show for you here today. Our first topic being uh, true success. And we're going to talk about the three S's of success today. Many people uh, chase goals, and many of us even achieve them, even achieve those goals. Um, But true success comes not just from making and attaining goals, but it's also from creating a whole life structure that supports your true desires and your innermost passions and um, your overall health. When it comes to creating a holistically successful life, there are three essential elements that you'll want to include. That would be sweetness, structure, and space. Now we're gonna go over each one of those. Sweetness, it's the essential, or I'm sorry, it's the essence of all the feel good, all the nourishing and the beautiful things in your life. You can learn to find that, that sweetness within all kinds of everyday situations. When we're working towards um, creating our empires, we must consciously, consciously remember to slow down enough to actually enjoy the life that we're creating. Um, You are so responsible for your own moment of awe and, you know, when you do succeed. So bring all that sweetness with you. Just bring it all with you and learn to smell the roses while, you know, they're there, while they're still there. Two is structure. Now, it's the means by which we organize and we plan a life that works um, without feeling crazy and overwhelmed, right? Healthy, efficient structure will help you achieve goals and bring your purpose into the world. The ability to organize and to plan toward your ultimate goal is crucial skill for epic success. Be crystal clear about what it is that you want. Hold that vision and articulate it with precision and grace. Break down the goal into projects and then break down those projects into actionable tasks. Have a ritual around planning every single week so you can actually get the tasks done that will drive you forward. Prioritize the essential. Reflect on what's working and not working and adjust quarterly or even monthly. By putting all of the parts in place, you can ensure that you're what you're creating is sustainable and will set you up for the ultimate success. And finally, our last S here is space. And that provides the opportunity to connect with your highest self. Space, it's the opening through which you receive. Get inspired and experience real peace. Most people strive for success. Um, They pack their lives full of networking, planning, hustling, and maybe even sleep, if they're lucky. But that doesn't leave a lot of room for magic to enter their lives. When we create space in our lives, we're able to connect to something beyond ourselves, and a new kind of creative energy moves through us. You can create more space in your life by meditating, praying, sitting still in nature, taking a long walk, um, staring at the clouds, or literally doing nothing for you know, a period of time. Space is one of the most underestimated elements of true success. 
And when you prioritize it, life feels more light. Creativity and inspiration flow, and you have easier access to your own inner guidance. When these three elements of sweetness, structure, and space are infused into your goals and dreams, you'll not only achieve more, but you'll also feel balanced and fulfilled along the way. So there you guys have it. Those are your three S's for true and ultimate success. We're going to move along here to our next topic under our universe. What was that morphing UFO over Cornwall? Spotted last week in uh, the UK was a morphing object. Some are even calling it a UFO, which appeared at a number of locations across Cornwall. There have been dozens of Instagram posts and tweets about it, including videos and footage of the actual morphing object. And I'm actually going to show you one of the many videos so that you can see it for yourself. Pretty cool, huh? (laughs) Since then, though, many people are claiming that this was all a publicity stunt for Cornwall's Eden Project Botanical Garden. The Eden Project hinted that they were the ones responsible for that sighting. They pointed out that the black object in the sky was part of their new journey into space attraction. A spokesperson said, It's true. We have a galaxy of ways to tell the story of space at Eden this summer. So I guess maybe we didn't see a morphing UFO, but it was quite an interesting spectacle, you know, to to look at, of course. And it was very, very interesting and baffled a lot of people that happened to witness it firsthand. Um, But um, the Eden Project, they did sort of hint at the fact that, you know, they they had something to do with it. But I'm not sure if they 100 percent came out and said, yes, we did it. Uh, what do you think? Does it look like a morphing UFO to you? Do you think that it was just some kind of, you know, crazy other experiment done by Eden Project or some other group? Who knows, really, but there are crazy fun things going on in our universe. Next, under world news, Trump has ended the covert CIA program that trained and armed Syrian rebel groups to fight the government of President Bashar al-Assad. The decision came about a month ago, officials told the Washington Post, during a meeting with CIA Director Mike Pompeo and National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster. It was never publicly announced, though neither was the commencement of the program, of course. Officials said the phasing out of of the secret program reflects Trump's interest in finding ways to work with Russia which saw the anti-Assad program as an assault on its interests, the Post said. The shuttering of of the program is also an acknowledgement of Washington's limited leverage and desire to remove Assad from power. Unfortunately, this decision won't end a similar Pentagon program backing rebel fighters against the Islamic State. That's talk, or there is talk, of some of the CIA-backed rebels being redirected to the Pentagon effort as well. 
So we still need to keep our eyes and ears open, definitely. The White House has no comment, of course, but we know this decision um, will definitely be welcomed by the Russians, whose military has backed Mr. Assad's government and relentlessly attacked some of the rebel groups that the U.S. was supplying under the appearance of helping to eradicate terrorists. Though there's still much to be corrected about our government and the current administration, this, though, is at least one step in the right direction. We know our government has been involved in arming terrorists and rebel groups in various countries. What we want to focus on now is that they're finally putting a stop to this, at least one of these programs, which, you know, I think can really start to turn other things around as well. I think this is a good thing, definitely. And on some level, it's them taking responsibility for what they've created. We can't have Americans running around in fear of terrorists when it's members of the American government who are responsible. I'm glad they're putting an end to this and, you know, this destructive, destructive program. And I think that they know that we will all be watching to see what they do next. There you have it with world news. Trump has ended the CIA program that has been funding and arming as well as supplying Syrian rebels. And we're going to move over now to money and business. And we're going to talk about five ways that leaders can build team spirit. It goes without saying that a leader or a boss, owner, uh, CEO, whatever you go by, they are um, the mascot, if you will, of the company. They set the tone of the company. Team spirit, as defined on Coach Wooden's Pyramid of Success, is genuinely a genuine consideration for others. It's an eagerness to sacrifice personal interests for the welfare of all. Building team spirit is the responsibility of the leader, of the owner of the company. It's the ability to get everyone in a group eager, not just simply willing to put we ahead of me. So the first thing for sure for building team spirit, you're gonna want to be a humble leader a humble leader. The group needs to know that they work with you and not for you. Listen to ideas. Be open to change and to new possibilities. You're the CEO, not the smartest person in the world, right? If something good happens as a result of a suggestion that you received, then give the credit where it's due. If something bad happens as a result um, because of a suggestion that was given to you, take the blame. That is what being a leader is all about. Two, have some rules or suggestions regarding how team members communicate with each other. Never criticize a teammate, and you shouldn't allow it to happen in your office either. Create a culture where negative criticism and gossip are not accepted. I know we've all heard of the phrase, if, you know, if you have nothing nice to say, then don't speak. This applies, and it only brings, you know, only bring good advice or good information that will help not hurt the group. Three is to praise publicly and criticize privately. When you praise, give praise to those who are seldom acknowledged. In the pyramid of success, Coach uses the analogy of a race car and points it out that a bolt that keeps a wheel on the car is just as important as the engine that keeps it running. Everybody should know their, why their job is important and they should feel like their effort is appreciated. 
four is to let your team members know that their personal goals only have a chance of being accomplished if the team accomplishes its goals. Simply put, you can't get paid or you can't get, you know, a raise if there is no company. Five, share with your team the joy and the importance of giving. Winning teams are characterized by unselfish team play. I believe that teaching our players to look for the pass first and then the the shot second helps build, I'm sorry, team spirit. I try to build this concept off of the court too. Coach Wooden described, you cannot live a perfect day without doing something for someone without the thought of repayment. There's a mystical law of nature that the three things that mankind craves most, freedom, happiness, and peace of mind, cannot be attained without first giving them to someone else. Team spirit results when the leader inspires those same traits within his or her team, and in doing so, unites all the members to work toward their shared goal. There you have it. Five ways that you can help build team spirit. And lastly here today, under health and wellness, we'll be talking about how music helps Alzheimer patients recall their memories. There was actually um, a nurse in Michigan who invented a device that could play music and messages to Alzheimer's patients, which has been helping them with their memory. Some of you may be familiar with sound healing and music therapy, um, but music in general has been known to affect those with dementia and Alzheimer's. But why it has why you know it's it has an effect on these patients has always been you know unclear until now, of course. Upon hearing about that nurse, I did a little more research on recent studies revolving around dementia and music. And recent studies show that dementia and Alzheimer's patients can recall memories and emotions, and they can have an enhanced mental performance after singing classic hits and show tunes from from musicals and movies. Researchers determine the effect music has on dementia patients by leading half of the participants through selected songs while the other half listened to the music being played. After the musical treatment, all participants took cognitive ability and life satisfaction tests, which showed how participants scored significantly better when they led or they were being led through songs rather than just only listening. So I'm gonna give you guys five reasons the researchers believe that music has actually been able to boost brain activity. One is that music can evoke emotions that do bring back memories. Is there a song that whenever you hear it, you're like in another place or you go back to where you first heard it or you're connected you know, to a memory that maybe you, know, you remember hearing it to? Well, for Alzheimer's patients, that isn't easy to do. They don't get their memories as quickly from you know, hearing something or seeing something. In fact, it's, it's very difficult for them to recall anything. But with music, it brings back the feeling of life when nothing else can, says neurologist Oliver Sacks. By pairing music with everyday activities, patients can develop a rhythm that helps them to recall the memory of that activity, improving cognitive ability over time. It's really cool. Number two, is the musical aptitude and appreciation are two of the last remaining abilities in dementia patients. Because these two abilities remain long after 
other abilities have passed, music is an excellent way to reach beyond the disease and actually reach the person. We all love music, and even as a child when we don't understand the lyrics, we're dancing, right, and we're bopping about because we can actually feel the music. This goes the same for dementia patients. When everything else in life seems to be failing, music is often the only thing that still makes sense to them. Number three, music can bring emotional and physical closeness. In the later stages of dementia, patients often lose the ability to share emotions with caregivers. Through music, as long as they are <clears throat> as long as they are ambulatory, I'm sorry, they can often dance and they can get very excited and they actually come, you know, back to life, people have said. Dancing can lead to hugs, kisses, and touching, which brings security and memories. Number four is that singing is engaging. The singing sessions in the study engaged more than just the brain in the area related to singing. As singing activates the left side of the brain, listening to music sparked activity in the right, while watching the class activated visual areas of the brain. So, it's, so with so much of the brain being stimulated, the patients were exercising more mind power than usual, than they, were have, than they had been doing for quite some time. And lastly, number five, music can shift your mood, manage stress, and stimulate positive interactions. These all, the Alzheimer's Foundation of America has an entire webpage dedicated to music therapy in Alzheimer's patients. They say that when used appropriately, music can shift mood, manage stress-induced agitation, stimulate positive interactions, facilitate cognitive function, and coordinate motor movements. This is because music requires little to no mental processing. So music and singing Music does not require the cognitive function that is, you know, not so present in most dementia patients. I can definitely say from personal experience that music has shifted my mood many, many times. And uh, studies have shown that musicals like The Sound of Music and songs like When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio and Somewhere Over the Rainbow from Wizard of Oz are great suggestions to get started if you're dealing with, you know, dementia patients or, you know, people that suffer from Alzheimer's and you want to take this route of music therapy to help them with their memory. There you have it, guys. Five of the major, major reasons why music can definitely help boost brain activity. And definitely check out the article um, pertaining to the nurse in Michigan who actually made this really cool device that no matter what messages you put into it, you can record messages or you can just record music onto it. When it's played through this device, it actually helps the Alzheimer's patients recall their memories and recall the loved ones who they hear, who they actually hear on um, the device. Thank you guys so, so much for joining me today. Um, you can check us out at believe.love on youtube.com forward slash believe loves you. You can also find us on Apple users, believe iTunes.com and for Android users, believe Android.com. I'm Vanessa and thanks so much again. You guys have a great night.